greetings to you, friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ. The Lord be with you. We meet today as we begin our first Sunday in Lent. And today's theme is titled Wilderness Experience. So that's the focus of our message today, Wilderness Experience. And in today's message, we are focusing on the wilderness experience as we want to reflect and explore on the significance, on the significance of the wilderness experience for us as Christians as we journey our different um, journeys in Lent in particular. So we want to draw our inspiration from stories from other people, but also from scriptures. How can we be inspired from different stories uh, from other people and from the scriptures as we want to um, get to understand and to how to cope with our different experiences, uh, in, especially in the wilderness. So hence uh, our theme today, wilderness experience. Because for me, I want to reckon that wilderness experiences, as they are, uh, as they come in different forms and experiences, sometimes they may tend to either push someone away from God or draw uh, someone closer to God. So there are two things. Either the wilderness experience could draw us closer to God or push, away, push, push us away from God. So that's something for us to also maybe realize. So about stories on wilderness ex experience, I would like to share with you a little story here about an ambitious young man uh, who was a graduate from Emory University. This young man insisted on trekking into the wilds of Alaska on his own. His name was Chris McCandless. Before he left for the wilderness, Chris donated all of his savings from college um, uh, to charity and he went into the Alaskan wilderness. That was in 1992. So we see here a young man who sort of surrenders everything that is to do with comfort and pleasure as he draws as he actually withdraws into the wilderness of the Alaskan um, desert. So with him, he only had a pound, a 10-pound bag of rice, a light backpack, a rifle, and a pair of Wellington boots that were donated to him uh, by um, a friend. He had no compass, no watch, and no map with him. Here is a young man in the wild with no phone, no video game, no pet. I don't know what you can make of this, but uh, his story was uh, such an adventurous story. But uh, of his 114 days in the wilderness, Chris uh, entered in his diary on his final days, days actually in, in the wilderness, um, citing tragic final moments 
of starvation and a clear indication of loneliness and fear. That was Chris's experience in the wilderness. But sadly, he never came out. So that's a story of uh, someone's experience of the wilderness. But today we observe, as we observe first, Lente, first Sunday in Lent, which is a period of 40 days of reflection and repentance, in which during this, this time, we remember that Jesus was tempted for 40 days by Satan in the Judean wilderness. So in this, from the scripture, we want to observe our Lord Jesus Christ, who was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And we want to learn and to draw something from his experience as he was tempted. The writer of the Gospel of Mark presents us with a very brief account of the temptation compared to Matthew and Luke. Both Matthew and Luke give us details of what these temptations were. But for Mark, he simply mentions that he, Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness being tempted. Friends, one might want to ask the question, but if God was such a loving father as we hear on the baptism, because a voice is heard, you are my beloved son. So if God is such a loving father, how could he allow Jesus to go out to go out into the wilderness and experience such difficult time and of trial and temptation. Yes, this was to happen. This was to be so according to God's plan. This was meant to be so according to God's plan. Jesus had to go into the wilderness by the Father's will. So for us, we need God's guidance to be able to overcome challenges of the wilderness. So from the psalmist, as we read from the, a passage from Psalm, the psalmist expresses his desire for guidance, where in verse 4, um, I, I, I may read, verse 4 and 5, Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. So from Psalm we can learn that the writer expresses that much confidence, confidence in God's guidance, confidence in God being the lead in all his ways and in his paths, which is what I feel that we need as we want to prepare and embark on our land journey from today's message. So as we are faced with our Lenten journey into the wilderness, a wilderness which we don't know what, is a, what lies ahead. Friends, I think for, like from the psalmist, we want to say, may God guide. May God fill us with his power. May God empower us and equip us to be prepared to face the challenges lying ahead of us in the wilderness. Because you be, believe me, you know, that each one of us, we definitely have to go through some moments of the wilderness. So when we think of the wilderness experience, normally what comes to mind is a barren place, 
a place of dryness and solitude. Yes, that's the impression often that we have, a picture that we have about the wilderness. It is a place which presumes God's absence. Because sometimes when we go through moments of difficulty, we tend to think, we tend to tell ourselves that God is, God is not with us. God is like has abandoned us. Or the big question, which is familiar, where is God? When we face times of trial and hardships. So the wilderness can be a very scary place. But from today's message, I want to encourage someone to say, it can also be a place of learning. Yes, it can, be, it can appear scary, but it can also be a place of learning. That's the wilderness. I don't know what you would make of your own experience of the wilderness. As a place of learning, the wilderness experience is a journey of trials that we may go through in life. A time of trial, I like this, because going through a time of trial is like you know, an image of going through a dark tunnel. And we always know that at the end of the tunnel, there is light. So wilderness experience can be a place for us to, to learn the hardships. Learning the hardships that prepare us for the time ahead. Sometimes that time which brings us some victory and triumph. The wilderness is God's classroom. I would like to say like that. Where God begins to teach you his ways. Initially, God breaks and molds you so that you will conform to his image. It is a place of learning. I want to say once again, it is a place of learning. Sometimes we hear of, you know, youngsters or any other people who are in stud into studies at a time when they say, I'm, I'm on placement. So you may want to understand wilderness is a time of placement where you are trying to put theory into practice. It is a moment of being grilled, trained, and mentored. But the big picture is about preparing someone to come out at the end with the triumph, with the victory, or success. So, wilderness experience, my brothers and sisters in Christ, as much as we may think of it as a scary time or a scary place, let us also positively take it as a place and a time of learning. Friends, no one is excluded from experiencing time of wilderness. Are you exempt? Are you immune? I am not. I don't know about you, but I am not. But and still, I want to argue that everyone, everyone is bound to go through times of wilderness. When we go through those moments, those times of the wilderness, the big questions, too, if I may ask, is how will you respond to the times and experience of the wilderness? How will you respond? And what will you receive and learn from that time of, 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 of the wilderness? I just want to encourage and highlight two important things through, on the experiences of the wilderness. That which we can draw and learn from. 
Number one, I just want to say that the wilderness experience can bring for us growth. Yes, growth can take place. It can be a time of growth when we go through these experiences in the wilderness. Like going to the gym where we see people lifting those, you know, weights. By so doing, lifting weights is a way that can help us to see our muscles grow physically. So the wilderness experience can also cause tension in our lives and circumstances, which can lead to change and growth. I am very much inspired by Moses' experience in the wilderness, where Moses, you know, struggled in that desert. But for sure, we know and we've read that he came out a very skilled and equipped leader, and he had all the wisdom and courage to deliver Israelites from bondage. So for Moses, positively, we can see that his wilderness experience, we saw him at the end, he came out a very successful leader in terms of leading the Israelites, you know, from uh, Egypt. So that's one way of looking at uh, the wilderness ex experience as a place of growth. Also, in the wilderness, we can see that it is God who allows us to walk through the wilderness. Positively, my brothers and sisters in Christ, let us view that and acknowledge that it is God who allows us to walk through those moments. But most of the time, we would rather avoid the wilderness experience. Why has this to, ha to happen to me? How can this happen to me? We call on God to remove us. We call on God to take us out of the wilderness. We try everything we can to go around the wilderness because we are not prepared. We don't want to go through the wilderness. As much as we can, we try to avoid it and sometimes even simply ignore it rather than experience it. But let me hasten to say to you, my friends, the wilderness still remains and must be dealt with. Like Elijah, as he fled from Jezebel, he had to endure the experience of the wilderness. And I like the fact that his time in the wilderness, God fed Elijah, God provided for Elijah, and God gave him the strength to stand steadfast in his faith. Friends, as I want to draw to close in this message, so what do you make of your times of the wilderness? Yes, hardships, difficult moments, but in those moments, I reflect on Paul's writing in, in his epistle, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where Paul says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So that's Paul's understanding of such times of difficulty and hardships when we, when we find ourselves in times of the wilderness. God will never abandon us. So the wilderness can lead us to experience God in a new and a different way. Even when we feel alone and when we feel that God is absent, there is a sense of being kept on the journey. This is our message for today on the wilderness experience. From different stories from the scriptures, 
we need to be inspired. We need to be empowered in the Holy Spirit. So as much as it may be very painful uh, to embark on this journey, but it can also be an immense blessing in our life and a defining moment in our spiritual journey. What we need to do is to put our trust in God and ask him to guide us and sustain us as we embark and continue in this Lent journey. Be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. He will sustain you to endure the challenges ahead. So be encouraged. Do not, do not be discouraged on this journey. Take it on with faith and trust in God. God bless you in this Lent journey. Amen.